Recording in progress. The bear for is, an hour is by <laughs> far an hour before we started. It's I like know. The, uh, what's the the robot say at the self checkout that everyone's doing now? Oh my god! I can't remember. I don't. Well, you know, like the 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 lady at like the Target checkout, like please insert debit or credit card or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. What's weird is I went to Target and there's an employee telling people to self checkout. Like what? That's that just be on the that register, bro. Like just you, <laughs> they didn't, you, you they didn't like, teach me. That's being cuckolded by robots. Oh, they they hired me for minimum wage. They didn't teach me. All they taught me was how to point you toward the robots to get paid well, more yeah, than I, mean, I like, do. Stacey used to work at Fresh and Easy. That was it. There was no actual registries at Fresh and yeah. Easy. It was, it was just the robots. Man, I miss Fresh and Easy. Don't. Turns out choice is what kills me at grocery stores. <laughs> just give me four things to select from and I'll find something. I won't like it, but I'll at least eat it. <laughs> I'll survive another day. Matt, have you watched The Bear? On Hulu? This fool. I'm the one that recommended it to you. Yeah, he did. Did you? He, he did say that. I don't. I don't recall. Because remember, because I was like, you guys should watch the bear. Man, it's like the fuck. Yeah, it was the second time. Hannah, I think you were dead it. on. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Well, like Sandman is my favorite thing I've watched in forever, but the bear is the best thing I've watched. Like it's so, God, just, it's like, so good. Yeah, it was great. And but to me, for the the, the best part of it, again. We I think we talked about it last time. Even it's just it's thirty minute episodes, and it's mm -hmm. just it's it's small, concise, and each it's, episode it's good. feels like a good movie. Yeah, like every episode when it was over, I was like, I felt like that same feeling when you watch a really good movie, and you're just like, man, that yeah. was good. Yeah, and it's not like it's not the greatest thing I've ever seen, but it was just it was good, a good watch. It was a good experience. I think mm -hmm. just, this is what TV needs to be again. Yeah, make TV and great made again. Spaghetti, I made <laughs> spaghetti from the end of it. It was really good. Highly recommend you make that. Yeah, I was gonna make some. Uh, what was the dish that the girl made towards the end? The the, the chicken piccata, or the uh, beef? Oh, the what, what, the, the, yeah, the, the rice dish. Or... Yeah, rigatoni. rigatoni. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I almost made some the other day just because of that jambalaya instead, though. I forgot about that. Yeah, close. No. <laughs> yeah, I made the, I made the family meal. Uh, the rata, the I can't remember. I, I saw it like on a website. <laughs> It was like a website it was like, we made the poster from there. And I was like, oh, I'm into it. And I looked and I, it's a super easy recipe and it's so good. Basically, who knew if you just boil a bunch of garlic in some uh, in some olive oil, then just blend that into tomato sauce. It's really tasty. <laughs> Italians. Yeah, I think they really did. I think they <laughs> kind of nailed it. They're on something ago. over there. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yo, that was step one. We got that a while back. Sandman, though, for I really... I compared it to Doctor Who a lot, but also there's a lot of Doctor Who <laughs> previous like actors and actresses in Sandman. And I was like, oh, maybe that that helps with the. <laughs> well, it I doesn't hurt that Neil Gaiman is a Doctor Who super fan. And that was like one of the things when he was writing the, the Sandman, like you could really feel like you would you would read Sandman and be like, this could have been a Doctor Who episode. Yeah, this could have been a cyborg instead of. A <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I liked it more. It was because it wasn't just like every episode like, oh, we're with the lizard people. Oh, there's the robots. <laughs> yeah. Not those robots, but the plunger robots. <laughs> <laughs> no, God, it I, I I've watched it a couple times now. I think it might be the best adaptation of anything I've ever seen. Yeah, a lot of like, my I I never read God the comics, damn. but a lot of my friends did, and they were nothing praise from them as well. I I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get in trouble with nerds. I think it's better than the comics a little bit. I mean because it's just it's tighter, it's better edited. But I think it's like one of those things too, like the boys benefited from a show ra yeah. rather than the comics. Mm -hmm. And I haven't read the comics of Sandman, but it makes me want to. But I, as, by itself, I've not been reading. They, they still hold up. Yeah, it's but, just weird because like there's a lot of DC Comics stuff in the first uh, the first couple of arcs, the first arc. It's just in yeah, it's just mainly the first arc, Preludes and Nocturnes. But there's like a lot of DC crossover stuff, like Batman's in it. Um, <laughs> John D is a is um, Doctor. Is he Doctor Destiny? Yeah, Doctor Destiny. Um, John D. And like reading the books, I, I never, I was cool. It was like, that was great. But like legitimately after watching the series and having it like edited out, like where they had to pull out, like Batman can't be in it. And John D is now just John D, not Dr. Destiny. And there's no like 
backstory about the Justice League beating his ass over and over. Um, even like the story with the with the nice lady from Ted Lasso who drives him. In the comics, mm. that 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 story is much darker, and they don't use any of it to make John D like even the slightest bit likable. Because like even in that scene, you're like, "Ooh, he's crazy," but also he seems kind of chill and nice. <laughs> um, versus in the comic book, you're like, "No, he's just a villain." Um, it reminds me of it, it's the same way. I I I'm, I don't mean this to be an attack against you, Matt. I feel like it's the same way. Like I really appreciate they pull like the Tom Bombadil stuff out of the Lord of the Rings movies. I agree. Wow. I don't. I don't think. I don't think you it's could ever fine in the page. It's not. It wouldn't have been good on or on, on any screen. Yeah, it would. It wouldn't like what comes off as charming when you read it with him going like Tom. It it would come off so <laughs> yeah. fucking annoying. Yeah, it's literally. Um, have you ever watched that cartoon on Cartoon Network a long time ago called Uncle Grandpa? Yeah. That it not would be literally they pulled it, but yeah, it, it would literally be that though. Like it would be normal Lord of the Rings, and all of a sudden Uncle Grandpa shows up, and it would just like. It wouldn't, it would be, derail it wouldn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I was saying, like when I'm watching Sandman, I feel the same way where I'm like, it's, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that that's a bad thing. It doesn't like Tom Bombadil is not a bad character. It's not a bad set of scenes. It's just would have been bad in the movie. Yeah. It's the same with Sandman. Mm. It's like not yeah, like having it, Batman makes it better. Yeah. It would have to be its own thing. Like it would be cooler to be watching something with Batman. And then now knowing who yeah. uh, Sandman is, you, if he just showed up into a Batman thing. A hundred percent. You can go one direction, but not the other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like that band. Speaking of derailing, so good. I'm gonna get us back on the rail that we never departed on. Uh, We welcome to three hours later. I'm Matt, joined with Alex, hey, and Hannah. I'm not as high as I was a few minutes ago. I don't believe you. We I don't either. uh, Are joining together to talk about a comic book that Alex suggested, which I've never heard of. Yes. Um, but is very interesting called yeah. Radiant Black. Go ahead and take it away there, Alex. Yeah, so I so Invincible, I, I put that as a challenge a while ago. I think it was like a year or two ago. Was... Became my all-time favorite comic book, like all-time favorite. And since then, I've really wanted something kind of to complement that kind of style. And just so happens TikTok has an algorithm that releases for you page and this one guy i wish i should have done my homework and, and kind of credited the, the video i saw but listen oh, you didn't these... read it either oh the video sorry yeah the video so and uh one of the issues uh he recommended was radiant black because i mean right on the cover um i have it if i'm gonna put this on youtube but if not uh on the cover of volume one this is the perfect superhero comic for anyone missing invincible from robert kirkman himself um, and if, if you don't know, Robert Kirkman is the um, Invincible. He's the guy behind Walking Dead. So, also producer of Radiant Black. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so this was, like, I was just interested off of that alone. And I had to make it a challenge because I, I, I'm so busy <laughs> nowadays. I have, to, I have to make it a challenge for me to finally do it. So I bought it and, and made it my challenge. And so, um, yeah, what would let's get do like a quick synopsis before we get into it, I guess, or at least so this is totally inspired by Power Rangers or at least, you know, Sentai stuff. Um, yeah, how the back of this volume actually summarizes it pretty good. Um, so let's see, uh, Nathan Burnett uh, has just turned 30 and things aren't great. He's working and failing at two jobs. His credit card debt is piling up and his and his only move is moving back home with his parents. But when Nathan discovers and unlocks the ethereal cosmic yeah. radiance, he's given the power to radically change his fortunes. There's just one problem. The powers don't belong to him, and the cosmic beings who created them want them back by any means necessary. And for fans of Invincible and Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, um, this was this was recommended. So, uh, yeah, the writer is Kyle Higgins, and the artist is... Marcelo Costa. So there we go. There's a brief synopsis of that. Yeah. And then I learned that um, Kyle Higgins, I guess, actually wrote for the Power Rangers comic book. And he's actually the one that invented uh, uh, Draken. Oh, the the Green Ranger? Yeah. And all the Shattered Grid stuff, which was what got me reinterested in Power Rangers 
you know, somewhat recently. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, because that's when we saw like the whole resurgence. And you know, um, uh, what's his name? David Jason Frank was just eating that stuff up. Like he was doing all the live action yeah. commercials for. He the loved comic. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, so, that, yeah, that was also the thing that made me legit. Like that made me like Power Rangers. Yeah. Like that was such a good story that I was like, do I retroactively think I like Power Rangers now? <laughs> it happens. I mean, I just watched Flash Gordon and I love it. Yeah. Uh, and so this was really cool because yeah, it's like a more um I wouldn't I don't like the word edgy, like when I'm gonna talk about this, but it's it's a darker Power Rangers. Like it's it's more grounded, there's actual stakes. Um I guess this is brand new too, like for yeah. anyone that isn't familiar with this comic at all, which it's I mean, I'm not sure how big it is, how many fans watch it or or so I read it, but the first issue was was twenty twenty one, February. Yeah. So we're I think the most current was twenty twenty two, um July twenty seventh. So yeah, it's still um it's still brand new. Yeah, it's still going. Um the the beginning of it suffers kind of like invincible did to me where it's just it seemed very cliche but it's supposed to which yeah it, it's it's trying to it's not trying too hard it's adhering too closely to the power ranger formula initially yeah but there yeah but you need it to because you need to get comfortable yeah. so that it can make you very uncomfortable yep and so yeah exactly like uh, what invincible did to us because that was my first problem when we um initially were reading it back when we first started the podcast was i didn't even like care to really finish invincible back then because i was like okay yeah it's just another superhero but then getting deep into the story and things get really serious really real like it is now one of my favorite comics ever and so that's kind of where this is because i do love power rangers and you do see some of the stuff coming but then it takes a twist like around the sixth issue or fourth issue i think um i might want to talk about the spoiler i don't know about you you think we should or shouldn't because it was pretty cool but i feel like yeah i, I think we should do that i think we can towards the towards the end um because i didn't see that coming but yeah. well but we could we could break this up pretty well as far as you know I, I i did like the first page like right off the bat like what i really like about the first few pages is that the, the audience isn't dumb i really hate when people have to do such a big elaborate backstory and in the first page you see is negative like thirty thousand oh, yeah. dollars and and you know this like Ralph the Bass like oh this is current time cell phones he's super into debt he doesn't have I think he's forty six bucks in his checking like that alone painted the picture very clearly to me that this guy is broke yeah he's living the millennial millennial dream right now <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, and that, yeah. That's what I think works for it though is that it, it's it's giving you Power Rangers. But it's giving you like, instead of teens with attitude, it's like, hey, it's a twenty-something with a crippling debt. He's just yeah. like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it goes it's, fast. It's, it's a, yeah, it's a twenty-year-old that is trying to you know make his way in the world like we're supposed to, like we were told to. But it's you know a little bit more difficult now, and that's kind of what that's reflecting on. And then yeah, just something out of this world kind of enters his life, and still he's just like. But my debt, I still got to write a book. I want to be a writer. But you just got these cool superpowers. No, I got to write. <laughs> but I got to I gotta drive for Uber or yeah. in this universe's driver. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love how it's so, like, relatable in a lot of ways. That, like, it's not based in the 90s or it's, it's like, today's, like, today, if there was a superhero right now that got a lot of these powers but was in debt, mm -hmm. like... What would you yeah, do? Well, like you couldn't just super heroics don't pay the bills. Yes. Yeah. And we battle that too. I mean, there's the first few issues. It's like, would you rob a bank or would you save people? Or what would you do? Or just keep continuing to live your life. And that was <laughs> like a question he had. Like, oh, I'm just gonna like continue my life for a while. I'm not, I don't know what this is. Well, and yeah, the idea too of like, Twitter. hey, these powers get handed out like are they always going to get handed out to people that have good intentions or are they going to get handed out to people that are maybe a little bit more of a dick? And that's what he finds out later on when a counterpart is just straight up robbing a bank. <laughs> yeah. Like what would you do? And I love, I love, I know we'll get into it a little bit later, but I do love her story. And I mean, shoot, I think money drives a lot of people's decisions in this book. 
uh, so far that we've seen. I mean, mm. so volume. So what we cover for the challenge is is volume one, which is the first six issues. First six issues, yeah, yeah. And 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 I read this really fast. I mean, it didn't take me three hours at all, so it might be a very fast review. But I did like the speed of it, and like I think it goes like the powers he gets is like on the third page. Like it's yeah. very quick. Um, yeah, he has I, I appreciate that because it, again, it was again it started with cliche, but it's supposed to. But they rushed through that part, which I appreciated because then we get to what it's really going to be about. Yeah. You know? Well, and the the thing that I I noticed about it is like. Because the funny thing is when you recommended it, uh, you mentioned Invincible and talked about the Robert Kirkman poll quote. I was I got embarrassingly far into the series before it just clicked. I was like, this is a Power Ranger. <laughs> like I was a couple of issues in before I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is a Power Ranger story. And it pulled me out for a split second. But then as I'm reading it, it was this really interesting moment where I, I felt like the same way I felt when I read Invincible because Invincible was a story and it was a standard superhero story initially, but it was a standard superhero story written by somebody who grew up on superhero stories. It was somebody who grew up informed by the greatest storylines of all time up to that point. And then he got to write his, like his take on that. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of clicked. I was like, wait, this is a Power Ranger story. And it was before I realized who the writer was. This is a Power Ranger story clearly written by somebody who grew up on Sentai who is writing his ultimate like this is the teenage like this is what i think would be cool if they yeah. did it but then <laughs> also way, being yeah. smart enough to like at a certain point go like and now we're going to tell you the real story and we're going to just go like as far as you can take this and that's what invincible did super well was like it took you it took things farther than anything ever had like people got hurt people got killed when a villain showed up like maybe that villain's bad guy plan might be a kind of a good plan and oh, yeah. maybe we'll work with him what was the name super t-rex dinosaurus yeah yes um <laughs> but like it's that kind of stuff that invincible did that made me keep going back going like i gotta know what happens next mm -hmm. and i get the same feeling from this book that like mm -hmm. same idea of like all right i gotta know i gotta know what you're gonna do next because this is really an interesting thing and every time it's like okay well the cl clearly the story would be this were this an actual power ranger story or a licensed power ranger comic book you get to do the like, but what if that's not how this went? What if that's mm. not where we went with it? What if there were, what if there were like really serious ramifications from things that go down? I think that's but the benefit it's, of it's um, the, uh, what's his name? Uh, Higgins, Kyle Higgins, and yeah. a few other people that are working on the book own the own the rights to the book, basically. So they're yep. able to and take that, that's these, the coolest these big part. swings because they don't have to answer it to anyone. They can do like, Okay, but what if yeah, things went wrong? Their IP. Yeah, they don't have to play it safe like any other, you know, friend, um, big name in comics where you know you got to answer to producers and almost like you know movie or TV show. Um, so well, that's, I remember when. Oh god. Well, that's just the benefit of this. That's why we're getting like these cool moments in this book. Uh, expectations getting subverted, all that stuff because they can do whatever the hell they want. Well, and this this really holds to like when Robert Kirkman left, um, I was going to say mainstream comics, but he's as mainstream as it gets now. But like when he <laughs> left doing like work for higher comics for like Marvel and DC, he put out like his his manifesto and it really talked about how it's like, if I'm going to do this, why am I not going to own the characters? Why am I, why like right. he can write Spider-Man, Robert Kirkman can write the greatest Spider-Man story ever. But at the end of his run, Spider-Man is going to be Peter Parker. He's going to wear a red and blue suit. He's going to live in New York City. He's going to have money troubles. He's going to be the same dude. No matter what happens, you always have to end where you started. Mm -hmm. And it was so cool watching him be the first creator. I really, because I know like Eric Larson did it with Savage Dragon. I mean, tons of, tons of independent creators have done it. But to do it in such a poppy, mainstream looking, and then eventually mainstream comic, watching him go like, but what if I didn't have to make make it end at the beginning every time? What if I didn't have to like put my toys back in the toy chest for the next person to play with? And yeah, and by owning the characters, that's what they get to do. And they're just like, what if we just fuck? What if we just fucking went? What if we just made the story this really good story? Mm -hmm. And if the character, we'll let the characters dictate where they go, not the status quo dictate where they go. And that's what we need more of. Like this, I want more of this. Like we. Like you're saying, we know where Spider-Man is going to be at the end of the the run. Yeah, 
Like I can tell you right now in March of 2029, whatever issue of Spider-Man is coming out, I can tell you probably what's going to happen in it right now. Hmm. And that's because we have 60 years of us knowing. That's also the thing where like knowing that, you know, because this is clearly creator owned and they're going to work on it until they either don't want to or can't. That means we know we'll get some sort of end at some point. We'll get yeah. some sort of like finite thing and that's what makes invincible so special is knowing that like that's my story it's complete i got to see it from beginning to end and mm -hmm. they could make more and i would eat it up but like oh, they I don't wish. have to but yeah yeah i agree i mean they've done that for sandman like sandman as a series was 72 issues that were beautiful and life-changing for me and then it ended and it like legitimately when i remember when sandman ended i was like am i gonna keep reading comics and i did <laughs> but also like They've gone back a couple times. Like I've had, there's been a couple like little Sandman offshoots that have come out. They, they just did a crossover series or they're doing a crossover series still with um, Lock and Key. So it's like, you can oh, still yeah. get the stuff, but like you yeah. can still adhere to like, it's a single finite thing. Probably recently with like Watchmen stuff. Um, and it's also, of course we want, you know, we want more of a good thing, but it's, it is special to be able to just see something to its completion. And it's rare nowadays, especially when it's something that's popular and it's making money, because of course the businesses are going to want to, you know, just keep that thing going. Um, but yeah, yeah I think there's this no is money be something in like that it. where it's going to be a very special comic. Once this is done, it's going to be like Invincible. It's going to be like Watchmen. It's going to mm -hmm. be like Sandman. That's that's going to be the tough thing for me as this continues, uh, comparing to what's been inspired and what's already been written. Yeah. Like Invincible, the first few issues, we were introduced to like twenty different characters all with like backstories some really great details some here and there that was in introduced later on to bigger stories like it was all connected hmm. um in this comic at least in the first six issues i think there's maybe five and it's like uh nathan his best friend marshall his parents and and another character yeah, like um, a couple sure. cops and that's Someone that's it like, like yeah. that is it <laughs> um so i you know I, I guess you know time will tell if that's that's a good thing if that's it um, would be interesting if they play on the sentai trope too where and just a totally new team you know comes out and we're just following their story and it's for the most part unrelated to the previous team be like radiant it's samurai <laughs> yeah it's really something they can do and it would fit this this universe that's what's kind of awesome for me is that like with Invincible, that's like every trope they went into or or switched up. It was a trope I knew, but like my exposure to like Sentai is very limited. Like I get the broad strokes, but like it was only it was kind of embarrassingly recently that I realized that like each series of Power Rangers wasn't a direct continuation of the last series. <laughs> I just assumed they were. Hmm. Mm -hmm. and it like makes sense that they're not but like i just assumed i was like so i guess at some point these kids go to space i don't know um, right right and that's that's the hard thing i think for this comic is that there was always like a bad guy and at the end of the show that bad guy was done and they would make like a new creation and then they'll attack that bad guy like i don't know where this is going like i, I think it, i think that's the more exciting part for me is that they could go in so many different directions yeah i don't know i don't know where they're gonna it's go just, with yeah, that it's just it feels so good when you find something new. Like when you find something new and it's good and you're just like, oh, I've never seen that. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. After yeah. so many rotations well, around this goddamn sun. I, I just want to show you something I've never seen whoa, before. Whoa, That's whoa, awesome. Whoa. You're talking about this world being a globe or something? <laughs> I, After I do wanna... so many sun... What do they do? What do they think it happens? It's I don't just know. Like the sun like turns on and off. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like an oven light that kind of circles After around. There's so us. many flips of the light switch in the sky. <laughs> the art in the this comic series is amazing. It it looks in the best ways. Like it it has a very Ryan Otley look to it, and he is one of my all time favorite comic artists. Like it who, definitely who, has more of a fluid and like almost like almost kind of. What kind of what yeah, kind of like almost a manga inspired look? What kind of characters have, has he done? I've never heard of him. I don't know artist names. The artist in this is no, no, no. Uh, Ryan Otley. 
Oh, he I, he legitimately like cut his teeth and got popular for on uh, Invincible, but now he's like a Spider-Man artist. He's done a lot of mainstream stuff. Was he the original artist for Invincible or the second one? He was the second. Okay. Man, hold on. Yeah, it was the second one because he's not the one who designed Invincible, but he's the one like if you if you close your eyes and think of Invincible, it's the art you're seeing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and and. I don't know. It was cool to see when they actually do battle, like the armor would like break up and the, the face would like just the way yeah. the powers work too. So a little bit about the that would never happen. Yeah. Like the, it's weird. The powers in itself seems to just absorb. Like you, once you touch this, the radiant black, you have the powers hmm. and it's a, it's a lifelong deal. You, you get it for life until your life is, is done. And it's, I'm still, I'm still, maybe they'll, 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 you know, get more information later, but is it, I don't know where it comes from. I don't know what the weakness is. I don't, it just seems like it's just like. Cotton Eye Joe. Yeah. But, <laughs> but so there's like <laughs> other, those bigger gods well, yeah, that so, have well, this power and they, it's on the, earth. The way, um, with the, the few issues that we read, um, it seems like almost like an AI type thing that, that that's what the radiant is. And that's what's communicating with you. It's trying to bond with you, make that lifelong, you know, you, you're, you're going to use this power as long as you live. Um, but it's like a construct that was made from whatever this villain that shows up towards the end of these issues. Mm -hmm. At least his people, I, I assume, invented whatever this is. But um, maybe the construct became more aware, I guess, and tried to leave. It's like a geth thing with, with the, the, the Corians. Or something I'm thinking. Like if the Zordon was like gave the powers to himself to the I never even like I mean when you think about that, like wasn't Zordon a ranger? Like didn't he kind of run away with the powers? Yeah. Stuff like that. He was one of the original like find his own team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember reading the backstory of that and he yeah, he was one of like the original and how to get like saved, and so they yeah put him in that thing <laughs> or even in um the newer movie where like rita was also was the green ranger and she oh, kind of went rogue with the powers a very good movie hey give me one second i'm gonna step away for one sec <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i i i'm i'm curious of how how detailed like i really like the first few like six issues because you get to learn how how they got his powers how he's using his powers, how it's used. Like you pretty much have to like imagine it mm. and then things happen. Yeah. It's kind of like green lantern. Like, yeah. but it depends. like, is that just his? Cause the red, the, the red rating red, I guess. Yeah. I uh, will call her like hers. I don't know if she had to really put much thought. Hers was more reaction. Like, you know, she fell off that cliff and then she was just able to, you know, stick that landing because it absorbed the, the rock, but yeah. it was more reflexive where um radiant black has to kind of channel something through 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 the power to make stuff happen and and emotion right like yeah his best friend got him angry and he's like what the hell so we started blasting yeah and so in the the towards the end of these six issues we we get introduced to somebody who also has a radiant power radiant red possibly i don't think we mm -hmm. got her name that's the other thing that's going to be bugging me if they don't change radiant black's name radiant blue because he's the blue ranger and Blue Ranger is my favorite Ranger, right? I mean, yeah, I would think so. I mean, it looks more blue than <laughs> than not, but uh, is it? I don't know. Because they even made they even made a comic a comment in the comic about, but my powers are blue. Why am I going to be called Radiant Black when they're coming up with the name? Oh yeah, it's like Black's more like cooler. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and so you get Radiant Red as well, and a backstory with her, and that was interesting as well because. It goes into like the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers kind of trope where, okay, this good guy, bad guy, you don't know. And I thought that was pretty cool too. Yeah. I mean, they're doing the Tommy Oliver thing, right? Like Green Ranger shows up, bad guy, but then eventually, okay, I guess we're on the same team now. Yeah. Yeah. Still having that, that Green Ranger like storyline growing up as a kid was like the best. Yeah. That was soap opera back then. Yeah. It really was. It Watch really was. Uh, and they just kicked all their ass. Like he just <laughs> had no problem with it. But then as soon as he joined, he's a good guy. He got his ass kicked. I don't, yeah, I don't understand just, that. Just like RPG. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, but it was like the cooler like uniform and all that. Like I really mm. hope they do play on, on that as well. Like evolution of uniform, evolution of roles, evolution. We gotta have of... Zords. I, we gotta have Zords at some point, right? You gotta have it. Like uh, I hope we have Zords. I mean, and it's a comic book. Have so... to. I mean, well, it depends even... on what style they're going to. Because like, right? You could have uh, weapons. You could have. Cause I, well, I feel because there's Cayman Rider, which was another type of Sentai thing, I guess. If I don't even know if I'm going to get yelled at for saying that, but he, he never had a Zord. It was just a dude with the, the suit, basically, but he would just ride around on a bike for the most part. <laughs> he never had like a, you know, Zord, but yeah. I, I really want Zords, especially like in the design of whatever the being that is speaking to them. I think that would be pretty cool if they're, they use their powers to make that into reality. And like that's the thing that they pilot is this weird kind yeah. of like polygon neon black robot thing so the the part where, where you're talking about is that with this power it's it's connected to this being that that the power it's is slowly trying to from. communicate with them right like it's yeah. speaking this weird like dashes and dots that, morse code thing so it, the more you it's like downloading in progress you see that mm -hmm. multiple times and it's like it's connecting the longer you use it the maybe the more you use it it's connecting to the person and then you what get... depends on the the per the, depends on the person because it yeah. was having a, a harder time with one character than it was with another character. Yeah, that's true too. It's so the you don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or internet speed. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, I have five G. <laughs> so damn it, <laughs> it's gonna take me three hours to download. <laughs> yeah, and then we don't know how it works. We don't know. So there's so many questions I have off the first six issues. Um, I would say what I loved about it is that I love the speed of the first six issues. I love the the art of the of it. I do love the inspiration from it. So that got me off the start. Um, and and there's there's so much room they could they could use this in so many different ways. So uh, I definitely look forward to to reading the next few issues. And I guess um, um, the way that they're structuring the the arcs for uh, as far as like publishing, I guess they're trying to do like six issues um in a month i think i was reading like they're trying to do like basically full uh story arcs each month oh. but then it accumulates yeah i don't know if they're doing volumes. like um like uh semi-annual or semi yeah semi-annual i guess like they're trying to do like six issues for six months and then maybe a break and then another six issues mm. or something like that that'd be pretty cool but yeah it, it's satisfying because yeah you're getting like a full story arc within at least a volume right like yeah the, the first six issues and they're in that volume one and then starting the next one you're gonna get the next arc and it, yeah because that that's the thing that always kind of stopped me from comics is like you know, when i was a kid especially I, like we go to the grocery store and like they always had that comic comic rack uh -huh. yeah i remember and that you just grab one but then like whatever issue you grab it's like oh you were in the middle of a story i don't know what the hell's going on and then now it's over yeah i still have that issue too <laughs> like oh you gotta read this part and this part from a different arc to to a yeah, yeah, this, yeah, and they were always like, arc. make sure you read issue 509. <laughs> yeah, I was like, damn it. I just I can't. No, just tell Stanley, me. <laughs> I can't. I'm in a grocery store. I'm a child. I think that's why I love Robert Kirkman creations in itself is because I don't have to do all that. Walking Dead was Walking Dead. Invincible was Invincible. Like, yes, there's other side stories that happen, and, and especially with Invincible, that did happen, but that's its own thing. I didn't have to know those issues to know the main storyline. Yeah. And so I do really like creators um, that that have new things because that's that's it. You know, that's all mm -hmm. I have to rely on. Um, I guess the cons for me is that is, is exactly what I said earlier, is that I do. I am going to compare it to Invincible and to at this point, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers mm -hmm. and what I grew up with. But what I really like, too, is that they grew up with it, too. So. It's almost like, are they going to do it justice? Are they going to do it how I would envision it? But it's not mine. It's theirs. So like, but would I like it? Or, you yeah. know what I mean? There's always going to be that comparison. And I got to, and that's more of a me problem, <laughs> not their problem. <laughs> but, you know, as a fan, like I, I would say I'm a fan of this. Um, I, yeah, that that's, that's going to be kind of what I have to scale back and just let the story unfold. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's its own thing. It's not, it's not the power rangers it is a right. similar type thing and it is interesting to yeah see a story done by a fan uh finally and for me though i, I think it 
it definitely like scratches that itch because every now and then I will have the I need to like watch something of some sort of Sentai, and um this 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 hits that spot for sure like it it's doing the tropes correctly, but then making it more interesting by at some points kind of putting a twist on them like. Yeah, you could do you could do so many different things. Like I that's what I'm really excited about is mm-hmm. like I want to know where this goes. Like maybe the AI person, the main god of this power is like a Zordon. Like I'm looking for the next team, you know, are you going to be dude. good enough for yeah. <laughs> instead take of like broke boy, old man <laughs> instead of like two. <laughs> teenagers with attitude, it's like millennials with anxiety, you know. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Use your anxiety to activate your powers. Uh, I'm in debt. I'm so anxious. <laughs> I have diarrhea. They told me to go to college. <laughs> I can't drink milk. <laughs> oh, God. If they don't do that, I'm going to do that. I'm going to create my own. <laughs> it just goes off with the <laughs> anxiety, depression. <laughs> just yeah. combine it together. With your powers, yeah. <laughs> we are one fuck. Functional adults. <laughs> it's not even superpowers to just to get through the day. <laughs> yeah, go Megazord, pay taxes. <laughs> Take a mental health day. <laughs> Recharging. <laughs> Time oh, for God. staycation. <laughs> That's me right now. <laughs> I'm on my first week of staycation. Oh, I needed it. <laughs> But yeah, it's so it's exciting to see where this is gonna go. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know, but it's so brand new. Like I'm I'm really glad to do this challenge because I really hope people at least take the chance of reading the first six issues. And I think maybe now would be a good chance to talk about the spoilers because it is spoiler. It's 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 gonna spoil a lot of things for these for the first volume. But I think that's what got me more excited about it that it's not I just think, straightforward yeah and if it's someone like me it'll make you want to read it more than because i was having not issues. knowing I, mm-hmm. I, yeah I, I was having difficulty getting into the story up until that part that's when i like right, yeah sat up and like okay now i'm in because it was copy and paste like i get that yeah. like it's a superhero like okay we have a lot of superheroes but the stories was going to drive my interest so and so the um the, the main spoiler is the um main character nate that was nathan right Nathan Burnett. Nathan mm-hmm. Burnett. He's the one that finds the radiant black. He's out with his he he's reunited with his best friend from his hometown because he has to move back in with his parents. And they're out just getting a couple drinks or whatever. They're walking down the train tracks and they see this floating black black hole basically. And Nathan grabs it. He is granted the powers of the radiant black. And so he's trying to learn how to use the powers while maintain his life and you know still pick himself up because he's the one that's forty thousand dollars in debt. And he uh, gets into a battle with the Radiant Red Ranger, I guess, and um, dies. <laughs> yeah, like I was like, no, wait, yeah. this is the main character we've been invested in the last the four, five. Yeah, this is this is the fourth issue. Yeah, yeah, this happens on the fourth issue. You're yeah, seeing yeah. everything from his perspective, and then he's dead. And it, his best friend that he's with ends up just taking the 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 power and he becomes radiant black and he you know tries to i kind of get revenge for what happened to him yeah and, and i like the story it. actually happens is from this issue forward yeah and i like that it's like his friend his friend up to this point was the ultimate like i got your back like i mean he was kind of a weird like I thought it was just a straight up asshole. Like he's, for, like... he's, he's me. He's yeah, he's an asshole that worked at a movie store. He's currently still working at a movie store. Yeah. And and but he was the one that's like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna train your powers. We're gonna see where this goes. We're gonna I'm gonna create your social media because you need to get in control yeah. of that too. Yeah, like... he, well, yeah. So he's taking the steps uh that he wouldn't. Like he he's the the kind of the pushy friend, but for the most part, in a good way, he's the mm-hmm. one that yeah, he he's not as introverted as uh, the main character was because he's actually making the things happen. Yeah. So, I mean, his name is Marshall and, and so Marshall takes over and immediately has a better connection with the, the power. Yeah. It's so that's what we were talking them. about earlier was yeah. the, 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 this power was having an issue with, with Nathan saying, you know, not as compatible or whatever, but then when his friend uh, Marshall takes it, it's downloading faster or something. It is, 
yeah with him and you see you read it and it's english and then this alien language or ai language and then english and and you see it talk more and it's like downloading faster and it's yeah and he knows how to use it a lot faster than nathan was getting a hold of it and i'm not sure if it was i i don't know how this power is derived from is it imagination obviously we've seen its emotion and it seemed like marshall has more like of uh maybe he's extroverted that he's just like more with his emotions or i don't know i don't really know marshall's background i mean he's been in that hometown mm-hmm. i think it's because he has no hesitation mm-hmm. that's what yeah, nathan had and, and, and that's kind of what was holding nathan back and i think that's what killed him too because that's when the thing was telling him like i'm with you till death mm-hmm. are you gonna do what needs to be done and he just like uh and then dead because yeah. the hesitation was there and as soon as uh, Marshall gets it. That's when you know it asks him the same thing: Are you willing to do whatever it takes to protect your your world and use this power? And yes, yeah. You know, just without even a, a pause, just yes, I'm re- I'm going to do what needs to be done. The interesting part too, and full spoilers again, but like Nathan is still not dead. He's he has a long road to recovery. He, I mean, he was. It took six minutes for the emergency crew to get there, so we don't know what kind of brain damage. So. I, and I don't know what radium black could do to heal him. I don't. I don't know what he'll come back as if he does at all. I was reading the interview. They really only talked about the first six issues in the interview, but um, uh, Kyle Higgins kind of more or less says that he is going to make it, but it's going to be a big, um, I guess, story point mm-hmm. where it's going to have to do with with uh, going through loss and stuff like that but he's not going to be flat out dead so i don't know what that oh. means either i could be like an oracle situation who knows but let me come uh, alpha i just go ay 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 stop <laughs> laughing those are the only words he knows because of the brain damage yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah and, and so that was like what like wait i'm invested in this character and now he's not here and then you get the radiant red who was initially like a bad guy was attacking um, Nathan or, or Radiant Black, and we get her backstory of why she was doing bad things. And I'm not sure if you want to spoil, spoil all of it, but I think that was a really important, like story-driven, character-driven uh, piece that went away from Radiant Black and talked about this whole new character that. I mean, it looks like they're gonna team up eventually. I mean, they, I mean, it's Power Ranger theme, so I imagine they so. Gotta, so. Like as soon as you defeat someone, they're on your side. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the volume two is called Team Up, so. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's. I mean, that's gonna be the other people that just joined, right? Yeah, yeah. We see one other person. He's a lot older too, so I don't. So much for the millennial trope. <laughs> yeah, that's what. I was saying too, then um, yeah, I assume we're gonna get issues for all of them. Explain who they are. But yeah, it's been really good so far. I'm I'm really enjoying it. I wanna I got the, I I bought also volume two, so I was reading a little bit of that. Oh nice. Oh yeah. How many issues did you go? Uh, not very far. I think I only read like the first issue of volume two. Okay, so um and it, it really like just has like the 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 bad guy kind of just trash talking and that was like the main okay that was it for that issue. But yeah, yeah. I got the whole other volume that I'm gonna finish up probably tonight or this weekend. And it looks like, yeah, and I like getting them by volume instead of issues because I read them so fast. So yeah, that's how I always do it. Always wait for them to start putting out the the volumes. Yeah, to wait till October for vol- volume three. But I I like it. I'm I'm excited to see where it goes. I know how far did Invincible Invincible go? Like two hundred issues, yeah, it's like two fifty like or something like that. Yeah, and so if you think about in comparison, if they, I think that's a good stopping point. Is around two hundred. I think. You know, technically, like what twenty percent there, or ten percent. So it looks like this one is every issue once a month is the way they're doing it. Oh wow! So it started February twenty twenty one, and then issue two is March, and then three of April, and they just keep going till then. And so we just did. I guess they got on uh, issue sixteen on July twenty seventh, twenty twenty two. So we're going to be getting issue 17 next week, uh, August 24th, 2022. 
Oh, cool. It's even got the reviews. Nothing below an eight. A lot of nines for every issue. Oh, wow. I see that. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Wikipedia. Yeah. Yeah. Well, four. Four with the twist. Four and five with nine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By nine professional comic critics. <laughs> yeah. Professional. What, what, how do you become a professional critic? Just yell at Stanley. <laughs> so Hannah had to leave and I don't have a we don't have a challenge yet. Wait, is it your challenge? No, mine was Gravity Falls. Oh yeah. I guess I gotta put that one out though. So. <laughs> so we'll have to just figure that out next time. Yeah. Well, cool. So you give it a Yeah, recommend. I'm gonna again finish the second volume as soon as I can. Um it if you are into Sentai stuff, Power Rangers, um, or you know, the Japanese stuff or anything like that, or I know again, like that just scratches my itch. Like it's so good in that sense. Um, if you're into that, definitely check it out. If you're into just, you know, new um independent superhero stuff, it's also scratching that itch because they I feel like they play it more like a superhero story, uh um than a Power Rangers thing, because you're focused on more you're you're focused on the one ranger the entire time mm -hmm. and not like the group. So it's yeah. almost like a Green Lantern type thing to me. And I yeah. think it's pretty cool. At least for now, right? As yeah. we get introduced to more people. Um for, for me, I definitely recommend it. I think it's I think maybe a lot of people have gone burned out with <laughs> like Marvel and and DC. And I think it's nice to have a break from from those and get a different kind of get a breath of fresh air or something different. Yeah, and we're there's actual stakes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's always good when you see. It's funny. You. It's always good to see when characters die because that really proves that. Like, that. I think that's why I liked Invincible so much. Like, no one was safe. People get hurt, and it wasn't like, oh, someone's gonna save the day at the last second, and that could happen. But you never know. That like the stakes were real. Like, the, like things happen. And on top of that, it's 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 more because we knew this character for four issues and then he died. Like yeah. we were seeing his perspective and then he died. It's like, you know, it's sad. Um, we, we know uh, uncle Ben dies and that's like the whole kind of fuel be behind Spider-Man. But imagine if like the first four issues of Spider-Man were from just uncle Ben's perspective. And then he right. dies. Like, that's bigger. Like that is a, that is a totally different thing. Yeah. And we so saw... I, really, I, I like that they did that. Cause again, like it literally made me like sit up, like what is happening? Yeah. And it, I think that I hit like the first episode of Game of Thrones. Like, no, yeah. no, he's not dead. Yeah, he's not dead. No, that they, they don't make shows like that. They they always save the day. <laughs> and so I I I do like it. I do when they take a, a chance at uh, killing off a character. Invincible happened twenty times over. Yeah, you know, people died or or something really tragic happened, or and they weren't afraid. Like, no one was off limits. And so, and it shows too that this power isn't like infinite, you know, I, I think that's why it gets hard to get into like Superman comics or Hulk because they're at the end of the day, they are too OP. They're going to beat whomever they're facing. Mm -hmm. This like they legit could get hurt. And yeah, I like, I like the vulnerability of it. If you want the opposite of that, you got to watch Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon. <laughs> I, I, uh, eventually, I will. <laughs> I've been honestly, I've, I've I've seen so many like shows and like memes and like it's been referenced like so yeah, so many no, times. I've, I feel I've like been, I know it. Yeah, I've been super <laughs> aware of it. Like growing up, uh, you and my dad would talk about it, but like I just for whatever reason, just like nah, I don't need to watch. It. It's gonna be stupid, <laughs> yeah. and it is, but in the best way. I'm it surprised is. you haven't. As I know, many things I'm a, you I'm love, very, I'm ashamed that I haven't. Of I all so this crazy, now. like other like Miami, what's it called? Miami, Miami Vice connection, connection. yeah. Psycho, like, see, see, like, yeah. I, I wouldn't have no, been introduced this... if it wasn't for like knowing you, Matt. But it's, like... it's also interesting when you get into who, um, I'm just gonna talk about Flash Gordon now, okay? My, um, might as well, we're good with Rating Black. I think we're, we're yeah, Rating Black, read it, um, read it and support, support it. it. It is incredible. Mm -hmm. Flash Gordon was the first superhero, the first comic superhero. Um, he was invented in the 1930s. Without oh, Flash shit. Gordon, there would be no Superman, and he's. The thing is, though, like he's just an everyman. He's not. He has no powers. He in the movie, he just he, he's a football player. 
He, okay. He's quarterback <laughs> for New York Jets. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and then he just gets teleported into some other world because Earth's under attack, and he's just like, stop attacking Earth, and then just war breaks out. He's the hero. What the? Okay, for, forever. I thought he was just like, he had superhero, like superhero yeah. powers. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Like, I, it's almost like, um, is it Orion from like the dark side stuff mm-hmm. on DC? Like, it goes yeah, on a little like, like speeder bike. Glider, yeah. yeah, that's kind of, I think, what inspired Orion, but he has no powers at all. He's literally just football <sighs> guy. I, okay. I got to watch so, it. Like, he's I, the luckiest guy in the world because he just like keeps evading death. <laughs> and eventually just like just wins and it is just so he's the first forrest gump <laughs> kind of and it's just so corny but perfect in that way and it, it was supposed to... so george lucas wanted to make a flash gordon movie because flash gordon again was a 1930s comic and then it became a 1950s serial tv show black and white thing uh george lucas wanted to make a flash gordon movie couldn't get the rights so he made star wars he made his own flash gordon yeah, so, fuck you. I got my own toys. <laughs> that's basically it. And then because Star Wars got big, they made the Flash Gordon movie to compete against Star Wars. And so it's like that that high um, sci-fi fantasy like Star Wars was. Like, it's I think it's equal in effects to the original Star Wars at least. Mm. But nowadays when you're looking at it, it still looks pretty like, you know, corny and you see yeah. little got things on strings and, and the weird backgrounds, but it's so good. It's so... <sighs> And it just uh, they go over with Timothy Dalton's in it. Um, the the guy that played the three eyed raven in Game of Thrones is the bad guy. Um, also from The Exorcist. Uh, oh boy, I forgot everyone else who who's in there. Uh, the fiddler on the roof guy is in it. This <laughs> uh, there's, there's this Hawkman that is the best character in the world. He's just this. He's just this big. <laughs> Here's this, back on. I know. He's just this like big barbarian man, but he has hawk wings. He's just, just talking like this the entire time. <laughs> I'm sold. I gotta watch. I gotta watch it. Oh man, everything that I thought okay. I got from references. Yeah, 4K. Oh shit, it's beautiful. <laughs> Serious. It is beautiful. <laughs> well, so what's it? What's it on? Do you have to buy um, it? I think no? you have to. Um, you have to rent it. It's like five bucks or something. But I, I ended up just buying it after watching the trailer. I was like, I'm buying it. I need to own this. I okay. know I'm gonna love it. Yeah. So that's yeah. why I bought it. Um. I'm getting into because Spelljammers, right? So the new D&D stuff came out. Uh, yeah. Spelljammers and it's just Dungeons and Dragons in space. But it's not like sci-fi. It's just like still high fantasy. But what if we could just fly ships in space and live? Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much it. But it's still like, you know, medieval But I like it. <laughs> and so that's, you know, it's kind of like Flash Gordon. Or so th- there's a, um, a campaign setting that came with the books. And in the opening, it's just like, this is heavily inspired by the 1980s Flash Gordon. And so I was like, okay, I gotta watch it, I guess, just to get that that feeling because we're gonna be starting uh, some spell spell jammer games pretty soon, oh, which I'm nice. also very excited about. Yeah, I'm just getting into a new campaign that has an ended army surrounded a Attack on Titan like city that <laughs> is that made a deal with the dragon, and you gotta you be could... Levi. Oh, I could until it. Wow, I'm I'm gonna be a, a <laughs> halfling wizard. <laughs> was not expecting that from you. Yeah, no, I, it was. Uh, as much as I love playing barbarians, I haven't never played a, a wizard. And the way the story is, is that there's a lot of like racism, <laughs> a lot of tears. <laughs> so like they legit say like the green green skin <laughs> are like on the bottom with the goblins and all that and. The elves are on the top level, and it's like, damn. I mean, that's kind of D and D trope for you, but <laughs> I'm like, it's ah, actually funny, are in the middle. <laughs> um, with the new announcements for D and D, the 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 whatever the next iteration or you know whatever one D and D is going to be, yeah, they're getting away of a lot of that um, built in cultural stuff, right? As far as yeah. the races go, yeah, um, that's been around since I've known D and D has been. I mean, yeah. it's been since first edition, so it's, yeah. it's going to be interesting. A lot. Of, a lot of people kind of upset. I'm like, whatever, because I like to power game. So I'm like, I want to be uh, an orc man, but I still want to cast spells. So, you know, I don't want to be bound by these these stereotypes of being, you know, green, mostly orc, orc man. Yeah. I want to walk across the street. I want to do magic. <laughs> yeah. Um, why can't halflings have any magic? I mean, I get yeah, it. But yeah. Like, why, why can't they be like super strong? Yeah. Like, yeah. Just give me a. 
So that's what I'm going to be. And it's like, well, it doesn't have any advantages of being a wizard, but I think it's just funny as hell. <laughs> just being like a little, <laughs> little athlete, just pew, and could, I could hide really well. We have, <laughs> um, I don't remember if he's a halfling or a gnome now, but one of, one of our friends was playing a, a small race wizard that was pretty funny because I would just pick him up, and, like have him on my Bjorn. He's just like, he's, yeah, he's like blasting spells. <laughs> Like the boys where he has that baby. Yeah, basically like the <laughs> his laser eyes. He looks like um that professor from uh the League of Legends show. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um he, he, I forget the, the name. bottom or whatever. Yeah. yeah. He, he looks just like that. That's how I imagine him at least. And I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> Have you watched uh She Hulk yet? No, not yet. I might wait until it's just done so I could just binge it, but I'm okay. behind on like all the recent Marvel shows. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Moon Knight didn't doesn't didn't really hit as well for me. I mean, some people, they really liked it, but I was really hoping. For I was something. enjoying it. I was getting burnt out with like the whole like Indiana Jones stuff. And then yeah. it took that turn when like Hippo Lady showed up, but then I still kind of stopped watching around then. Yeah, it just did it. I don't know. It just didn't do it for me. And then, and then Marvel, Marvel was just Two car like two kids show for me to get into. I I just pictured Lizzie McGuire and I was back into it. I'm like, oh, this is <laughs> Lizzie McGuire. But like, yeah, it wasn't I like Steven I could have waited. Superhero. Yeah, I could. I mean, I could have waited for that too. But it was it was good. It was good timing for me because I didn't have much uh, anything yeah. else during that time. And so, at, towards the end, it got really good. Um, but She Hulk really surprised me of how much I really did enjoy the first yeah. episode. Like, really surprised. Uh, I'm this honestly the it's 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 a lot better than the previous two that we mentioned. So That's yeah, I'm all for it. I, I was a little bit standoffish because I feel like a lot of the just the Disney shows in general, like I wasn't that big of a fan of Kenobi. Um, yeah, was, and so was, I felt like they they just moments. been kind of dropping off, and I wasn't really a big fan of Boba Fett either. Uh, the best ones for me were like Loki and Mandalorian, and that was about it. Yeah, so, yeah. Maybe, so this maybe I'll, was... I'll check out this episode. Oh man, like I, I recommend it. I still like um, Falcon Winter Soldier, but I felt like that was just like kind of forgettable in a way. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, I don't know the WandaVision is still my favorite, just based off the it interaction. Good. It was just for me. It just took so long for it to get good. to get to where it's yeah. going. Yeah, I just think that the fan interaction was like the best part of it for me. Yeah. So it was like it's like watching a, one of the movies the first night, you know. It's like hmm. that excitement you can't replace it. Like watching yeah. it, like you know, months later, it's like during that time. I don't know. That was a whole experience. So I really enjoyed it. I, re- um, keep, re- I keep rewatching that clip of um, uh, Endgame where uh, Cap grabs Mjolnir, mm-hmm. but it's, oh. it's, it's it's the video of the the theater when everyone's just like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, still kind of like freaking you're, out. You're, you're <laughs> I, I remember that too. Like, yeah, that oh. was you hear like I, on your I, left. <gasps> Wait, yeah. who is that? What's happening? What's happening? But even even before that too, I really like where you know Captain America just sees this army and he's he, he knows he's outnumbered by like a million of one, and he's like his arm's probably broken, and it's like like just tightens yeah. it. It's like all right, let's go. Well, like that moment before this all, day. all yeah. that happens, <laughs> that was the moment for me. Like that, yeah. like. He wasn't gonna back down. But that's, He's yeah, here. That's, that's been something that we we've known forever. Like I could do this all day. That yeah, been saying that since his first movie. Mm-hmm. That was it. He didn't even have to say it. Yeah, that's what he was gonna do. I think that moment just that that's such a that's such a moment for me. And then yeah, then you get everyone. Then it's like oh shit, yeah. Then you get like <laughs> you know Black <laughs> Panther <laughs> out there. You get his tribes just like stomping out there. Like yeah. And then you get the Spider Man, of course, like <laughs> flipping in yeah. and. Ah, that that moment was so such a good moment. It's hard to replace that. Like, but I, I like too that everyone's mentioned like Phase Four isn't as impactful, but it's a buildup. Like, it's all it's there. I could see where they're taking all this. I mean, you're gonna get get the Young Avengers. You're getting some new heroes. You're getting was it like space and then time and then like street level. Like, if you mm-hmm. get Daredevil and Moon Knight together, and like you get this whole. Sh- like on grounds like street like city level yeah. heroes as well so i yeah phoenix jones oh god <laughs> <laughs> i still remember he, he commented on the instagram post <laughs> I, I, was worried, I was worried he's gonna watch the video too <laughs> he should <laughs> <laughs> no he's gonna he's gonna get me <laughs> i don't know <laughs> 
And so, yeah, I, yeah, She-Hulk has been a good uh, breath of fresh air. Um, that and this fool on Hulu, I know we talked about it before we start yeah. recording, no, but I, I have not laughed <laughs> this hard on the first episode of a series since forever. Like usually the pilot episodes are like, even the pilot seasons sometimes are like, okay, let's build up, let's build up. I've laughed so so many times. Like at the the recording I sent you, you and Hannah, yeah. I've sent it to like twenty different people. Like you gotta watch the show. <laughs> like please watch it with me, um, laugh with me because it, it's it's in the the videos that I've seen on TikTok on other episodes have made me laugh that much more. And yeah, I yeah. So like I don't know where this show came from. I don't even know the actors' names. Yeah, vaguely even remember seeing the advertisement, just like being I don't on even Hulu. Remember seeing it, yeah. But this fool on Hulu, I'm gonna. That's like my next binge watch. So Sandman, The Bear, this fool, She Hulk, like everyone this summer, like has a binge. Like that's my uh, old man. Old man list. is really good too on on Hulu. Oh man, Hulu's been Hulu's really been kicking ass lately. Yeah. The the old man though with Jeff Bridges. I, I've been hearing a lot of good things. That one, and there's like The Ranch or something. I'm not sure how good it was, but yeah. I heard a lot of talk about it for a while. Is it the one with like alien stuff? There's like a big hole. Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard that was pretty good too. Yeah. Oh, I watched Nope. You should watch Nope. I don't want to talk about it though because it's very spoilery. Okay. I, I, was, good. I was like wanting to get like you guys like, hey, let's go watch Nope. I've been trying to get people to watch it and nobody wanted to go watch it. And then I was like, oh yeah, I watched it. I'm like, what the hell, man? <laughs> What the F, man? <laughs> like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yeah, so I ended up not watching it. I did watch Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Um, and it's very Gohan and Piccolo uh, focused, which I really liked. Um, father and Son. Yes, good old Father and Son movie. And so, yeah, I, it's funny seeing GT and like Pan, you know, obviously was a canon. Uh, I was like, oh man, are they gonna bring Pan back? And they did during the. the but she had been during Super, right? During Super, yeah. So that yeah. was one of those things. Like, this is a GT thing. Are they gonna have it in Super? And they did. And then so she's in it. She's like a little badass. Like, mm -hmm. like oh, there's so many things that I've. I think as fans, we've all wanted, wanted, and they're finally doing a little bit of fan service. And this, uh, this movie did that. It's all uh, obviously like all anime movies. It's hard to like, wow, this is a 10 out of 10 because you want more of it. You want a yeah. whole series. And is it canon? Because that was the thing that always bugged me with canon. the Dragon Ball movies. Because the previous one, like mm. the, the, you know, the original Brawly and stuff. Oh, like, yeah. Never, like counted towards the main story. Right. Because they were doing the power, uh, turn of tournament of power. And it was like the same thing. It was like, here's a movie of it. But here's also a yeah. TV show of it. They don't interact. It was the same thing like oh. the uh, all the Pokemon movies like had nothing to do with the main storyline. Right. Yeah. So as far as I know, this one's canon. This one is gonna because it, it did leave off of where Tournament of Power was. Okay. Um, I still got to finish that too. I think I'm on the the last part of uh, that part of Super because that's when they had like their own like Sailor Scouts, right? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Uh, the weird big purple alien guy with the red Power Ranger suit. Oh, uh, Jiren. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 not Jiren. Wait, was it Jiren? He's like bald and because there's one guy that looks like Piccolo but purple, but that he tops he stops time and then yeah, it was like hit or something, I guess. Yeah, I, I gotta catch, yeah, I gotta hit. catch back up. Um, yeah, oh man, that was so good. How'd you stop right there? <laughs> I was getting burnt out because again, I was just binging it all. So oh, from yeah, the beginning of super up until that point. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, it, it was good. I I'm such a fan of Gohan, and I, I glad he got a moment in that series as well. Um, but he's I do good, like the focus. <laughs> <laughs> but it, I mean, even Brawley's in in this movie as well. But they're not a focus at all. Like you see them, uh, Goku, Vegeta, and Brawley, um, but they're definitely not a focus at all. They may be in there for ten minutes total. But it was a good movie. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I hope that the series continues. From here, um, knowing what, like, what happened. How do you top being like a god as far as power level? That's the thing, too. Like, <laughs> how do they keep finding like stronger and stronger people? Like, oh, at, at some point, yeah, now you're not double god, yeah, double <laughs> uh, fusion god, yeah, uh, uh, ultra instinct god, 
Yeah, exactly. That's that's the hard part. I I almost want like Vegeta and Goku to go save this other universe, you know, and like leave the rest like Gohan. I leave the yeah defending Earth to you, and it's like they're now having to defend and and they they it honestly oh, yeah, kind of like, happens in yeah, this give movie. Yamcha and like Hercule. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of does happen in this movie. Like that's the whole setup. Like yeah, something happens. Goku and Vegeta are off road. They can't get a hold of them. Hey, we need a fight. And, you know, we need to get stronger real fast. So I liked it. I enjoyed it. People are going to have issues with it, but shit, I, I went to the theater and enjoyed it. it. I got to finish that tournament of power first, though. I will say anime movies are the only movies that's acceptable to, like, talk in the movie. Because I wasn't <laughs> bothered by that. I was like, yeah. which is a bunch of other nerds. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Yeah, go on and hear it. Like, I could hear them talking, but, like, I was like, whatever. Yeah, that, <laughs> There's only like five of us in the whole theater. <laughs> well, kids' movies in general, like, because I remember watching the first Sonic in theaters with a bunch mm-hmm. of kids in there, and like, I, yeah. I, I loved it. I love yeah. seeing the kids like getting like super pumped. Yeah. Um, and then like certain horror movies, like, um, Paranormal Activity. I don't mind people talking during those because we're what? Like, scared together. <laughs> yeah. Don't go in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell them. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have done that. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's such a good era of like shows and movies recently where obviously COVID happened and <laughs> backed up so many different things. And now we're getting, um, I don't know, we're getting so many of that. I think just the overall evolution of TV too, where like we don't need, remember we used to get like 30 some episodes a season yeah, and be like half fillers for what? Like give me 10 solid episodes mm-hmm. and I will talk about it and and just love that that show for those 10 episodes i don't need filler for half of it so definitely good good place to be but i think that's it for this episode of three hours later Mm -hmm. uh we will find out what our challenge is later on uh i feel like we're gonna play world of warcraft or something i'm scared i think hannah did have something in mind too can you like, even play World of Warcraft the best challenge? I for me, I don't think I can. <laughs> I don't think so. But I mean, shit, I don't know. <laughs> challenge is a challenge. It'd be like Magic the Gathering cards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in for that. Uh, we need to do another one shot of D D. Yeah, that'd be fun. Like just like completely like something completely off the wall. Yeah. Well, Sean's not DMing now, or at least my my group. Yeah, so. he's he's in our group, but we do it like once a month and yeah, he's got time. He could do it. Yeah, it's all for free. <laughs> we start Hannah's. I want to. I want to get into whatever world she's cooking up. Yeah. Well, to reach us and all everything, our Spotify, our iTunes. What? Well, what is it now? Is it I? Is it podcast? Apple Podcast I now? I don't, I, don't I, don't, I don't mess with. I that. don't mess with Apple. But if you have that, uh, all the links is on our link tree. That's link tr dot ee forward slash three hours later the number three and hours later all spelled out all you right. know we need to get back into our facebook group too we, we, we've kind of yeah i've been <laughs> like off of facebook in general but yeah I'll, I'll try to dip in Same. and throw in a, a meme every now and then or at least I, in, yeah in the yeah the group group i do like that they uh people still post memes it's like a whole meme yeah, page now like, I, I love it that's all i wanted yeah that's great that's all we want to do anyways. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Until next time. Bye.